0: Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan.
1: Greetings. Welcome on board. WKOK's live telephone talk show on the mark. We're going to start 2021 on the right foot. Just where we left off, fighting about everything. I agree with you. I think you're doing a wonderful job.
2: And I still disagree with you. So you must be wrong when you say I'm doing a wonderful job. And you're strikingly handsome.
1: Thank you. I'm here pointing at my face (laughs) so that he'll say something.
2: I was going to say you look like you've been struck, but that's all right.
1: (laughs) Come on. All right. We have got the fabulous service. Than ever, uh, Rob Center on the other side of the glass. So we appreciate that. I'm assuming Eric is calling in with the first thoughts of 2021. So we'll put him on the radio very shortly. On the mark. Your sponsor it by the could S- be
2: Tom calling to apologize for saying the president wouldn't return to the White House.
1: <laughs> oh, okay. so Tom, our good caller, said the president won't come back to the White yes, House. Yes, he okay.
2: predicted the president would not come back; that he would stay in Florida.
1: A lot of people had predicted that, and I think the president was planning to stay at Mar-a-Lago until he realized that the coup d'état could be something that. Uh, The coup d'etat or the coup de gras? Well, (laughs) (laughs) the latter, I hope. But uh, uh, he's talking about all kinds of options to make sure that he stays in office. So we'll we'll wish him the best in those endeavors. Well, you might. I, I
2: I don't think the American people are going to be that happy about it.
1: Well, I don't want anybody to get hurt or anything. If he oh, talked, no, I don't either. One of his discussions is about martial law, and that's not a good situation. So we don't want to see that happen. Uh, on the market, is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. Check them at Sunbury Motors. Uh, check them out at sunburymotors.com. com. Toll free line now open. You can call us one eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. Our telephone number. You can email us at OnTheMarketAtTheKOK the market, or if you wish, text us at seven zero two three six. We do have uh, emails. One the Subject line is President Trump's Georgia <laughs> call. Another one is lists. I'm not sure what that topic would be, but another one is about Pennsylvania lawmakers. Well, they all
2: came in earlier. This one is from today. The, okay. The from, oh, I see. From okay. our pal so Butterbread.
1: They're, they're holdovers from our EB, rather. Week. <coughs> Don't have anything in the text basket, so stand text us at seven zero two three six or Robert or uh, other folks that use the text system. You're just
2: violating system. the FCC rules. You're giving personal messages
1: out. Mm, okay. Over the well, air. All right. Here's a person message, Joe. A pound <laughs> of sand. Okay, you got that? Don't want to be too personal, but uh, we also have some excerpts of the President's remarks on the telephone in Georgia over the weekend, thanks to the Washington Post, uh, who uh, procured a recording of that
2: call. And where they procured it from was the gentleman he was talking to.
1: Oh, okay, is that who? I, I had to, oh, He made a tape of it and released it. Okay. All right. So that I think is, that
2: could be a violation of the law, too. You're not allowed to record people without their
1: knowledge. Well, that's Pennsylvania law. Georgia may be different.
2: Well, it could be but most states have something similar.
1: One eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. We do record this program, so if you'd like to listen to it back later, or you want to hear Joe's errant remarks or my. Uh, what what we, worthless? Yeah, Lawrence's worthless remarks. Call us one eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. We will have a tape going, and, and okay, so we don't have any tapes anymore. No, actually, you're, you're dating a, yourself. I do use a tape over on okay. and the producers have talked to Santa. Use some tapes. So, yeah. yep. Everything's digital these days. Just about. All right, so we got one caller waiting and another one coming in. Happy New Year, sir. Any thoughts on the New Year? Well, it's here. (laughs) Let's hope it's better than the last one. Well, I'm worried about our political division in the U.S. right now. Really why why now, why not last year, the whole year? it just seems worse, worse worse it 's coming to a pinnacle
2: well, it is worse i mean it 's sad to say, but you know I, I look at the president 's behavior here and it 's basically to me it 's indefensible i 'm sorry it is uh, i thought the guy had great policies, I thought what he was doing was right for America, but his personal behavior now leaves more than a lot to be desired. I mean, some sometime, even the worst ham actor takes a bow and gets off the stage, and I think it's about time he did this, In this phone call, there is really, in my opinion, no defense for that. Oh, he's unhinged. I won't say he's up. unhinged. I'll be honest with you, I think he has been buffeted so much in the last four years. Every time he's turned around, he has been treated, in my opinion, unfairly by mm-hmm. the media. Uh, you know, the Democrats came after him, they tried to impeach him, and uh, the Russian hoax actually did turn out to be pretty much of a hoax. So I think he's just become so paranoid. And, and, you know, just because you're paranoid doesn't mean people aren't out to get you. Uh, I think that he's... (laughs) He's just, you know, believes that this election was stolen from him. And I'm sure there were were irregularities. There are irregularities in every election. I don't think any of them would overturn the results. And in his defense, I mean, he didn't say he wanted this guy to get the – and that's what I like about the reporting. They're saying Trump wanted Raffensperger to come up with the votes. No, he said, I want to find Mm – he said he wanted to find – he yeah, didn't tell I, Raffensperger to go find him. He said, I want to find.
1: Right. Now, there, there are some other analyses today of folks that saying, oh, it was clearly an illegal call. I didn't hear anything illegal. I listened to the whole thing.
2: It was ill-advised
1: at the <laughs> well, very least. Yeah. <laughs> and he's obviously off the rails. And uh, so that's the president's call. We invite you to talk about that. Uh, we have a story in the news today. Congressman Muser and Congressman Keller both uh, say uh, they are very opposed to the way Pennsylvania's election was conducted and have uh, signed a letter with many other Pennsylvania congressmen about the fact that the election, they say, was uh, stolen, full of fraud, anomalies, and so on. So they kind of codify that. You can read that whole letter at WKOK.com. So I wouldn't be surprised if they are among the folks casting no votes on Wednesday. So, well, those... you know what
2: really, what, what doesn't make sense is he's trying to get the Georgia
1: vote overturned, but that won't give him the election. Well, that's but he <laughs> does acknowledge that he does. Say say that would go a long way towards making us closer. So what's he he
2: going to do next? Call the uh, call the uh, registrar here in Pennsylvania and try and get him to change his mind?
1: (laughs) Well, no, I think we're we're pretty much in the books here now. But in any event, okay. so those are the very latest topics. It is an open phones Monday, very first open phones Monday of 2021. Uh, We do have a caller standing by. Eric, you're on the mark. Thanks for checking in today.
3: Good morning, gentlemen. Happy New Year. Thank you for taking my call. Okay, so we have a president who's continuing to act unpresidential. Joe, you even admit that. Well, my concern more is our standing representative, Mr. Keller. Uh, when well, Mr. Keller took office. Uh, he raised his right hand, put his hand on the Bible, and he swore to defend the Constitution of the United States. Now he is taking actions to violate the Constitution of the United States. What has he so done do that do violates that? the Constitution? But, but,
2: yeah, but you know, here's the thing: what what they're doing is constitutional. It's been done before. It's wrong, but it's been done before by both parties. So Explain, I mean, it,
3: Joe. I mean, when has there been a group of representatives? Uh, Forcefully try to overthrow the duly elected president <laughs> of the United States.
2: Well, the worst one, the worst one ever, was Tilden and Rutherford B. Hayes, and literally but
3: that, that, that was electoral college. It wasn't the certification in the Senate or the, the House every, of Representatives. It that was, was electoral college,
2: right? But it was everything too. They tried everything else first.
3: But <clears> last I checked, that Mister Keller is not part of electoral college. He is a duly representative of Central Pennsylvania. He is duly. He has sworn an oath to defend the Constitution of the United States.
2: Well, how is the he? The
3: he of the United States defines how the President of the United States is elected.
2: Okay. And what has he done that's outside of that scope?
3: By voting, by not certifying.
2: He hasn't done okay. that yet. He said he and, will. No, okay. but, <laughs> he hasn't even said that. Okay. He
3: okay. has so not we're play said semantics. he will. So, the semantics are going to keep playing in 2021,
1: Joe. No, listen. If you say our congressman violates the Constitution, you have to have a fact. Yeah, you have to have have a fact to back it up. The
3: fact is, if he is acting to decertify or not uh, put in place the duly elected President of the United States as defined by the Constitution, he is then not living up to his oath to. To follow the Constitution and defend it, but
2: the process in he which he plays, the, the, no, the process in which he is engaged is spelled out in the Constitution, and it's not extra constitutional. It is part of what's permitted.
3: So what you're saying then is every election from this point on. Us, uh, the common man, such as you and I, might as well not vote because it'll simply come down to what no, our uh, you Representatives want to do. You're after saying the that vote what he's doing is un- what you're saying.
2: No, you're That's saying that the president, which is
4: being said here,
2: you're saying, so, you're so so saying that what, he, you're saying what he's doing is unconstitutional. I'm telling you, it's all part of a constitutional process. Whether you like it or dislike it, it's all there now. Should it be used the way it's being used? I don't think so. It, it's intended for extraordinary times, and I don't think these times are extraordinary. Ordinary enough to merit its use. That's my opinion. But he, to say that he's violating his oath is not true.
3: Well, what what he's doing is dangerous.
2: Well, that, well could that, that could be, but it's not unconstitutional.
3: <laughs> so That's what you're saying is the Constitution defines how we elect the president of the United States. So uh, once once it's all through, once it's all through, all the courts. Um, our representatives can still say, no, nope, I don't believe with what my people said. I'm going to vote my my own opinion, there so I'm been, going to vote to, to, to not uh, put this guy in. There have, been any so number, my there
2: have been any number of times where when the vote was cast in the House, that's a joint session of Congress, both the House and the Senate, presided over by, in general, the Vice President of the United States. Sometimes if he doesn't show up, as in the case of Richard Nixon, it goes to the President pro tempore of the Senate. But, you know, it's a joint session. They consider the ballots. They're supposed to open the boxes sent in by the governors and only consider the ones signed by the governors. But there have been instances where people have ignored that or yeah, taken objections. a challenge set. Right. They've taken challenge sets of, of, uh, of electors from more than one state. In 1960, Hawaii sent in two sets, two sets of electors, both signed by the governor, one for Kennedy, one for Nixon. So, you know, this is not an unheard of thing we're talking about about here. It's not outside the Constitution. Fred Keller has violated no law. He is merely exercising one of his rights under the Constitution, the same rights you want to exercise for yourself.
3: So so what you're saying, then, is, uh, again, <laughs> the common man may as well not vote next time. No, that's uh, not what I'm saying because, at all. You the know representatives that. are going to vote the way they feel anyhow, and he's well, not going to what the electorate says. You're, you're, what, you're, what, you're, what, but the, the problem is, what I, my broader point is this. Go. By okay. him doing this, He is falling in line with the president of the United States and following because he is one of his toadies, okay? So he's falling (laughs) in line with the executive branch, which is then going together with the uh, legislative branch. The Constitution defines that each branch needs to be separate and the judicial branch. And if those two are going to collude together to try to throw something, that is unconstitutional.
1: All right. And how do you spell toady?
3: Yeah, look under uh, who got off the plane in Montoursville right before the election.
1: Of his election. That, that's how you operationally
5: define it.
2: Oh,
1: so a tote. T O T. No, tody, uh, tody, Toad. As a Oh, as a toad. Oh, gotcha. Okay, well, that's not right. All right. Thank you so much, Eric. I really appreciate the call. I appreciate Thanks for you the opportunity, checking in. guys. Take care. 1 eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. 795 9565. Yeah, I agree with Joe for the first time ever in 2021. <laughs> I don't think what Fred's doing is unconstitutional. I think it's ill advised. It's obviously not right. It's it's not the right thing to do. It isn't what I would want my congressman to do. But, uh, you know, this Fred feels very strongly about the election anomalies and that the uh, he's going to vote the way that he will. He actually hasn't said how he'll vote. That was not part of this well, the letter. Part, the
2: point is there are many people on the left and the Democrats who say that we believe these are the things that should be done. And the Republicans are saying, here's the things we think should be done. You know, is it dragging this thing out far beyond the point <laughs> where it makes sense? Absolutely. But it's still everybody's constitutional right. And to say somebody is acting unconstitutionally is wrong. Long. Stan, you're on the mark.
4: Hello. Good morning. Good afternoon. Well, it's afternoon. New Year's. Happy New Year's. Anyways, uh, in uh, 19 or 2001. In 2005, when Bush was elected, the Democrats stood up in the House of Representatives when they were counting the electoral votes and protested the first time Florida's electoral votes and the second time Ohio's electoral votes. So that is the most recent time that, that, that the other party has protested the electoral count of the other party. Wow. There's video of it.
1: Right. Yeah, and the difference is that on the mark exists now, so it's getting a lot more I coverage. <laughs>
4: <laughs> there is see, there is no difference. See, the you know the Republicans right now think that there is election fraud, and these states that were the where the problems are—Pennsylvania, uh, Michigan, Georgia—and they, they, they're pretty sure of it. And there, it happened that the judges made election law, which is illegal because all power. To make election law is vested into the legislature.
2: Right, but here's the point, Eric. I'm sorry, I'm still arguing with Eric. No, <laughs> here's, the, here's the point, Stan. <laughs> the president, the election was held, right? People cast their votes. They cast them in yep. good faith. And even if they were allowed, to, even if the courts held that they could do something that has never been done before, the people voted in good faith, and their votes should not be taken away from them without a pretty darn good reason. I mean, I'd be Ah, upset if somebody took my vote away from me.
5: Right,
4: Joe, and I agree with you. All legal votes. See, that's the problem right there. We have the (laughs) difference between legal and illegal votes. Now, there is evidence. Oh, I'm sorry. There are affidavits of people that were in all these places, all these states, saying that there was a lot of illegal votes counted. That's what needs to be found out. But, of course, the courts don't want nothing to do about it, and the states won't allow anybody to look at the voting machines or anything else to find out for sure, 100%, because we know that the voting machines can be manipulated. That's a proven
2: fact. Okay, well, let me ask you this, though. What about Georgia? They have a Republican governor that the president has crapped all over, if you will. They have the <laughs> they have the Republican uh, state secretary of state. Yep. Why would they want to throw the election to a Democrat? Why would they not do everything uh, in their power there, to make sure word, that it was a fair rep- election?
4: Oh, okay, it's a reputation thing, there, Joe. They they, figure they want their state to be known as a state that ran a clean election. Because in, what, 2018? Or when, when did Abrams run? 2018, I believe. Stacey Abrams ran, said that their election was they were suppressing vote and all that stuff. So they didn't want to come into this one saying that they were suppressing the vote. It's all on their ego and their reputation. Now, when it's found out two one two three years from now that, yes, there was cheating done, it was massive... What is the recourse that can happen? Nothing. You'll still have a, a, a dementia-ridden, old man, Joe Biden, in the White House. Be still there, <laughs> yeah, I'm glad you clarified to that. What is to be done to rectify that problem? You say, well, we changed the system. Well, that changing the system doesn't do anything for the people that voted for Trump.
2: Well, okay. you, but you take a look at the greater good. I, I go back to the Tilden and Hayes race. Right. Tilden was royally shafted all the way down the line. There were 200, I forget how many votes were in dispute, how many states were in dispute, I think five or six. And uh, this independent commission gave every one of them to Rutherford B. Hayes when it was quite clear that Tilden won the election. You know, and what did Tilden do? Did he call for a revolution in the street? Did he start haranguing people to try and change the results? He accepted his defeat, worked Behind the scenes to affect change in the way the system worked, and went on and be, lived a useful and productive life. I don't see. I see Trump is trying to trash the landscape here. If he can't go down winning, he's just going to go down and Joe, take everybody well, they, with
4: him. Things need to change because the, the, the Democrats have been doing this for years, and and they keep getting away with it. Well, well at first we start with voting, har- you know, ballot harvesting in California, which the state legislature says is legal when you have people handling multiple people's ballots and doing whatever they want with them so you know what happened this this past election 2020 the Republicans said okay this is the rules we're gonna play with they played by the rules and the Democrats wanted to protest them using the rules that they were using (laughs) and what happened the Republicans won seats back that they had lost in 2018 because of the ballot harvesting
1: yeah it's funny how all these Republicans uh, dispute the outcome of the presidential election but the, all their Republican congressmen that gained their seats or got reelected are like oh okay swear me in that's okay this is a good election thank you <laughs> uh,
4: Mark yes, when they now you have affidavits of people that were working in these ba- voting precincts that said they were printing ballots through that were never folded so they were fresh ballots new ballots pushed through that had one f- one candidate voted for, and right. that was the presidential candidate. That's why the down ballots didn't get changed that much.
1: No, oh, they only had the, they only the emergency to get ballots were for president only. I got gotcha. you, I got gotcha. you. Okay, noted. We'll give you the last word. Anything else to add, Stan?
4: Well, things will be interesting on Wednesday. That's all I'm going to say, <laughs> and we'll see what happens. I all mean, right. if on the 20th Biden gets sworn in, then it's And it's every, you know, Republican's duty to make sure that he never gets reelected and to make sure Harris never gets reelected.
1: All right. Plain and simple.
4: Because things are not going to be pretty in the next four years.
1: Right. These guys are going to be one and done also. They weren't pretty in the last four. (laughs) Well,
4: they weren't pretty, you know. You know. The Democrats never did accept the election. Oh, they did, tw- too. No, they didn't. No, no, they didn't. No, they in didn't. Oh, we did, too. Two, yeah, did not. It's
1: been a two attempt <laughs> since did. 2016. Double didn't. Thank you, Stan. <laughs> Joe and I are having a separate argument at your expense. So. All right. Thank you so much, thanks, Stan. Stan. Thanks Appreciate thanks for taking your call. Great, yeah, great yep. to talk to Take you, care. as always. All right. We got a couple of emails uh, pending. Joe's going to explain uh, that this is not the point in the nation's history when it was the most divided. He'll tell us about the Tilden Compromise at this time. It was oh, no it. compromise. It was a royal shafting. <laughs> okay. Well, perhaps. But in any event, it did end drawing the country back together a little bit, and so we'll talk about that. But we would invite your call. Our nation's division has never been greater in the past two years or so. One eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five is the open line. If you wish to join the queue of individuals who have sent us good messages via email, you would email them to on the at wdkk You can text us at 70236 if you're a text connect member and uh, we'll be back to the emails unless we get a call 1-800-795-9565 Welcome back to the KOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the mark. Uh, Let's see. Well, we'll go right to the phone call. we got Joseph standing by. Good morning, sir. You're on the mark.
7: Yes, good morning. Uh, I think we can all agree that there hasn't been such a division like this since the time of Abraham Lincoln when the states seceded from the Union the Southern States. And I want to just quote him here and his feelings, Mr. Lincoln. He said this, If freeing any or all slaves would save the Union... He would gladly do it. If freeing none of them would keep the union together, he would do that too. So we see here that his main objective was to save the union, and I understand that. But and I believe that the Supreme Court and all these other courts that have viewed some of the evidence and really haven't looked into it or have looked into it and see that there is massive voter fraud. That they would overturn the election here of Mr. Biden. They know in and of themselves what would happen if that would happen. And Mr. Lincoln knew that also. That's why he said if freeing none of the slaves would save the Union, I would do that. He did this war to save the Union, not to free the slaves. But in the process, it did free the slaves. And I believe that's what the Supreme Court wouldn't even want to touch this thing. But bear in mind they bear- know that this, this nation will go to pieces. These Democrats would burn it down bear in Is mind president
2: joseph Trump, uh, joseph 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 bear in mind that president lincoln also said that if he could set some of the slaves free and let others in bondage that he would do also you know he nice. did he did start out to save the union but later on <clears throat> he came to realize that it was a well, yeah, trans- it was transformative and that if he didn't free the slaves the country would not reunite and not heal
7: but can you imagine what would happen if this would now overturn and they'd they give it to President Trump, which I believe rightfully wanted? That's just my opinion. But you know this, that there would be riots... Look what he when he got in the first time. They went nuts down in Washington D.C. Well, Madonna wanted to blow up the White House. Yeah. Uh, Ashley, <laughs> Ashley Judd, or whatever she, 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 well, she was. Well, whatever. All of them went nuts, and they would they would just lose their minds. There would be riots in the streets. They know that and these the 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 government, they know that. I agree with and you that's on that. Why this will never happen, but they know that, that there was there was massive fraud.
1: They would have gladly I, accepted if, it and just acquiesced for another four years. That's what I'd say would happen. I doubt it. Oh I know they would. <laughs> Oh no,
2: oh, no. I mean, no. the resistance was formed the day after the election the last time people
1: announced but the see, resistance. But, see, that's American tradition. As soon as a president gets elected, the opposition forms, you know, takes on a new shape, whatever it happens to be.
7: Not really. I, I'm, the- I, I'm, I, I'm I'm a little naive, and I was at a Bible study here at Methodist Church in Milton, and as I went into the Bible study, I seen in one lady's car I had on the back joined, something about the resistance, join the resistance. Mm-hmm. I had no idea what it was. And then I went in, and she was sitting there, I said, What's that mean, to re- join the resistance? And the pastor said, Oh, we don't want to get into that. He knew what it was. And then I I, I began to realize what it was as we progressed to talk on a little bit more. But, uh, well, she's yeah, probably it,
1: a member of the Tea Party. I would assume that's what she's talking about, or the Proud oh, no, Boys. No, 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 that was the no, past. No, 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 she was in the
2: resistance ago. against President Trump. Trump.
1: Oh, I see, okay.
7: Oh, yes, absolutely. She had a Biden sign outside her house. Part she of the Women's election. March. Yeah.
2: Okay, Joseph, thank you. Appreciate your call. Take care. Happy New Year. We'll be back after the news, right?
7: Yes,
1: absolutely. You are listening to On The Mark, Double the KOK okay, Live Telephone Talk Show. I'm Mark Lawrence. Mr. Joe and I are back. Uh, we are so glad to say we've gotten started with some great phone calls. we got some great emails lined up. We're going to read those on the radio. And uh, Stan's probably going to call back for another minute of time because he hasn't yet texted us. This is WKOK okay, Sunbury.
0: Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan. Greetings. Welcome
1: on board. WKOK's live telephone talk show on the mark. Fabulous, sir, he could never be. And that is Mr. Rob Center starting 2021 off uh, to a big bang. So we appreciate that. Uh, Lining up calls. So we appreciate that. Now, we don't have any lined up at the moment. So we are good to go. If you wish to call us, open phones, 1-800-795-9565. You can email us at on mark at WKOK.com or text us at 70236. We'd love to hear from you today we're talking about what should be a pretty contentious uh, certification of electors on uh, Wednesday. Normal, well, I guess under some circumstances, it can be a uh, routine affair, but uh, the president would like uh, the vice president to misbehave, and some of the uh, congressmen from Pennsylvania say they are not happy with what has happened in Pennsylvania's election. So they've made that known in a letter. Who knows how to vote when it comes to that on Wednesday? No matter no matter what, the same outcome is still going to have Joe Biden sworn in on the 20th. But the president says he's got a coup all set to go. So uh, I'm not sure how he's going to pull this off, but he is uh, ready. And uh, that leads us to our news headlines. We did have some school delays today. Bloomsburg School District, Bloomsburg Christian, Millville, Northumberland Christian, Southern Columbia and Sunbury Christian schools all had two hour delays today. Eight members of the U.S. Congress from Pennsylvania, including Dan Muser and Fred Keller, have released a statement regarding the certification of electors Wednesday. The statement says unfortunately the many unlawful actions undertaken by the Pennsylvania Governor's Office, the Secretary of State, and what has been described as a rogue Pennsylvania Supreme Court, exceeded and circumvented the state legislature's clear constitutional authority. Unquote. The statement lists several unlawful actions to include accepting ballots after 8 p.m. on Election Day, not properly requiring signatures to match those on mail-in ballots or requiring dates and authorizing the use of unsecured drop boxes, which the statement said is not permitted in statute. The statement concludes the state's official certification of electors was based upon a flawed system and an inaccurate vote count, which could have possibly resulted in an erroneous certification. The statement does not specifically preview their role in the upcoming U.S. Congress recertification of electors, but many GOP House members say they will object because of what they say are flaws. They say there are anomalies, illegal changes, fraud, and other issues in the 2020 presidential election. You can read the full statement from the congressman at WKOK.com. Hospitalizations around here are up because of COVID-19. 173 patients on board at Geisinger, Danville, Evangelical Community Hospital in Lewisburg, more than 53 patients on board because of COVID-19. Dr. Jay Wanru did a frequently asked questions session and explained why some people who have already had COVID-19 should still get vaccinated.
4: Folks who have had COVID, we don't know how long that immunity lasts and to what level that immunity lasts. And so there's a lot of a good reason to believe that that immunity wanes over time. And so even the folks who have recovered from COVID, they should be getting the vaccine. That's absolutely right. As a general rule, we are advising that anybody who has had COVID they still need to be vaccinated.
1: Kaysinger continues to provide vaccines to their staff if they show desire to have that vaccine. You can hear all of Dr. Rue's remarks at WKOK.com. And the head of the Greater Susquehanna Valley Chamber of Commerce is remembering former Governor Dick Thornburg and making note of the former governor's many ties to the valley. Bob Garrett, president and CEO of the chamber, said when Thornburg announced his candidacy for the governor's seat, his second stop on his tour was at Tom Rapon's One Barn Farm in Union County, Garrett says Thornburg was often back in the Valley of Bucknell University when his son was a student there or to visit the Governor's School for the Arts uh, this uh, during the summer. And at the opening of the Veterans Memorial Bridge, Bob Garrett says that the first car to go across uh, had uh, the occupants, Governor Thornburg and his wife Ginny. The next car was Ed Helfrich and Merle Phillips. The next car was who? Uh, let's see,
2: Ed Helfrich. Um, uh, Merle Phillips? Phillips. I think everybody was Bob in their Bell own Fonte, car. Maybe? No, I think I, I was in there, and so was um, uh, Mayor Goss from Sunbury
1: at the time. Okay, wow, Mayor Goss, Bill Goss, Bill Goss. There's a there. You're looking back. Goss Electric it continues on, though. We're glad right. to say. Uh, nonetheless, okay. So yeah, remembering Dick Thornburg. So yeah, person. Yeah, some. he
2: was quite a guy. I mean, he really, uh, he really. If it weren't for him, we wouldn't have the Veterans Memorial Bridge.
1: I. I I remember one thing. I was a budding reporter up at Penn State at the time, and uh, PennDOT and he came to our college radio station and announced that they're going to put reflectors in the roads all over Pennsylvania. They're going to they gouge out a little bit of pavement and glue these reflectors down. And so Governor Dick was remembered because of these reflectors in the middle of the road.
2: Well, he appointed the first what I call truly professional secretary of transportation in Pennsylvania, Larson. Okay. Uh, and Dr. Larson you know, uh, really— really okay. did an outstanding job. And that and started, ever started since a then, ever since then, all of our governors have appointed really outstanding people to be secretaries of transportation. Up to that time, PennDOT would just promise you anything, and if they ever got the money to do it, that would be fine. But Larson put it on a pay-as-you-go basis, and, of course, what Thornburg did, uh, the administration did, was float a massive bond issue to replace some of these bridges. If he hadn't been willing to do that, we'd still be going across the old Bainbridge Street Bridge.
1: Well, and uh, who are some of the great transports? Uh, trans- Transportation secretaries we've had in Pennsylvania, just some really fabulous ones. I remember Howard Jerusalem was a scientist right. and uh, almost like nerd-like when you talk to him.
2: Shock, who was uh, there when we um, got the money for the bridge, he was outstanding. Um, there, I, I, it's hard <laughs> to remember. Oh, um, gosh, even the PennDOT people, the you know the the district engineers the have district been outstanding. Engineers.
1: So yeah, yeah, we've been lucky. All right, one eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. If you have a thought about Dick Thornburg, feel free to give us a buzz. One eight hundred. 795 is our telephone number. You can email us at com and text us at 70236. Upper right hand corner. Joe, you right. ready to go?
2: Three of our local representatives, State Representative David Rowe, Congressman Dan Muser, and Congressman Fred Keller, have been talking a lot about election fraud. The latter two reportedly plan to object to Joe Biden's electoral win on Wednesday. Well, now that we have a definite proof of election fraud and it's being committed by the president, President, What have Roe, Muser, and Keller had to say about Trump pressuring Georgia officials to find more than 11,000 non-existent votes that would swing the state his way? So far, absolutely nothing. Why, it's almost as if they don't actually care about election fraud at all. Their behavior is unpatriotic and un-American. And since all three were re-elected in the very same election they claim was fraudulent, they should call for investigations into their own wins. But of course, they won't. Because they know the truth that Biden won fair and square, they simply prefer to undermine our democratic election process.
1: What seditious fools they are! Hey, you hear a lot of sedition <laughs> talk in, within some of this rhetoric. Here's it's President. It's not
2: seditious to follow the follow the rules <laughs> and the right laws of the Czech Republic manner. I right. agree.
1: Look,
5: all I want to do is this. I just want to find uh, eleven thousand seven hundred and eighty. Votes, which is one more that we have, because we won the state.
1: We won the state. All right, so says President Trump. He also had something to say about uh, Pennsylvania. Here's his remarks about uh, Pennsylvania. This is the Georgia phone call from Saturday. All right.
5: In Pennsylvania, they had uh, well over 200,000 more votes than they had people voting. And uh, that that doesn't play too well. And and the uh, legislature there is which is Republican, is extremely activist and angry. But, I mean, there were other things also that were almost as bad as that.
1: That's a false statement. I I can't believe there were 200,000 more votes than there were voters. (laughs) There is a Facebook meme that the president is using that shows some tallies of registered people months before the election. But by the time the election came around, the number of individuals who registered was much, much higher uh, on both sides of the aisle. And, of course, many, many of those individuals turned out to vote.
2: You know, I honestly believe whether that the president has convinced himself that this thing was stolen and he has evidence i mean there is certainly evidence that there were anomalies there were unusual things one ad i heard uh, i think it was running on the radio station this morning or else it's on uh, television something i was watching said that um you know contact your legislators demand that the evidence be looked at
5: mm-hmm.
2: you know well all Which right is fine well, yeah there's nothing wrong with that but you know and, the, and there and even stan repeated that the uh, court cases have been thrown out not Not. not because of the evidence being faulty, but because of procedural issues. But, you know where has the evidence been? I can't imagine that any court, in the face of massive evidence of massive voter fraud that would have turned an election around, Republican or Democrat, I believe the majority of Americans would be offended by that and want to do something about it.
1: Well, and this is a big missed opportunity. There's several people. One, the courts have dismissed these things without, without uh, saying specifically that this is being dismissed on a procedural issue or wasn't filed in a timely fashion or a, the person isn't a stakeholder. That's left up to people to determine. and 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 smart people have done so, so we appreciate that. But the court should say this is being dismissed because it wasn't filed in a timely fashion. The individual filing it hasn't presented any evidence. You have to have these, you know, so-called affidavits, or you have to have the sworn testimony of, you know, the man who drove the surprise ballots or the emergency ballots to Lancaster. He has to be—his affidavit has to be part of this. He doesn't—the judges aren't saying this, especially the U.S. Supreme Court. In both of the cases, it was dismissed outright. It was up to the legal— eagles that follow the courts to, to say what had happened. So that's the first Here's thing. what could have been done. Oh, hold on. That's the first missed opportunity. The second one is Joe Biden would say, well, I'm glad I won the election. I clearly had uh, 8 million more votes than my opponent. But if there are any anomalies, illegalities, or fraud, or anything that was perpetrated that was criminal, that should be okay. investigated, found but out, and prosecuted. here's what could have been prosecuted.
2: done. Here's what could have been done. If I felt that the evidence wasn't being heard, and that I couldn't get into court with my evidence, and I had that evidence. I would hold a massive news conference. I would invite everybody, and I would lay out, state by state, the evidence, what the impact was on the vote, how many votes it swayed one way or the other, and I would produce all the evidence. Even if it weren't in court, it would be in the court of public opinion. And I would think that alone, if you had the proof, if you demonstrated the proof, if you absolutely, in clear and concise terms, spelled out, here's what happened, here's why it's wrong, I believe the American people in their as FDR used to say, in their righteous might would rise up and demand that something be done about it, and the courts would have to listen.
1: Right, and President Biden, President-elect Biden now, and soon President Biden would have to be a part of that, and he's not. So that's the second missed opportunity. Well, why would he be courts. a part
2: of getting himself unelected? I mean,
1: I don't expect that anybody would do that. Would would you wish to be elected? Uh, let's see. Suppose you were running for mayor in Shemokin Dam. If you found out that there was all kinds of fraud and anomalies, would you wish to be the mayor that you? Didn't Deserve to be. Let's suppose there was one instance where you had significant opposition. Would you want to be the mayor? Who would you want the police to not investigate anything because you happen to win? So don't investigate. I have no. To win. I
2: just said I don't. I wouldn't expect him to do it. I wouldn't want to serve if I weren't duly elected. Right. But I'm. I'm not saying that Joe Biden. You know, if there is, if Joe Biden feels he won fair and square, why would he not continue that belief? Right. So he has said that he doesn't believe there was fraud. You know, so I would think unless you demonstrated to his satisfaction that he won because of fraud, I believe he's an honorable man. I think if he found out that he were elected through fraud, he would want to do something about it.
1: We invite your opinions about this. 1-800-795-9565. Uh, we're going to read one email. I believe that's yeah, that's the last email from this week. The rest are from last week, which we will still read. And uh, we have some new texts uh, this morning from two individuals. So we're going to read those on the radio shortly. But uh, we would like you to join the queue. 1-800-795-9565. That's one eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. 795 9565 You can email Email us at onthemark at com. And now, upper right-hand corner, Joe. All
2: right. You are doing a great job of arguing for the 74 million Americans who feel their votes are being disenfranchised. I will not go away and shut up and accept what so many say was a fair election. So many men and women, much smarter than myself, have shown us the discrepancies. I'm tired of hearing there is no evidence. Courts did not throw out any of these cases related to lack of evidence. They were thrown out because of procedural issues.
1: Issues. No, that's Signed not by true. Some have been thrown out because of lack of evidence. The U.S. Supreme Court ones were primarily standing, which isn't just a nominal issue. You can't argue things about which you know nothing or have no evidence nor uh, have no standing in the issue. But some were thrown out because of, uh, many were thrown out, probably most because of evidentiary issues. All 800 Email on the market. kokcom do as another individual has done. Text us at seven zero two three. KOK Live Telephone Talk Show. On the mark, uh, we've been talking a little bit about President Trump pressuring Georgia's Secretary of State to somehow come up with a recalculation. Here's another excerpt of that.
6: Tell me,
5: Brad, what are we going to do? We won the election, and it's not fair to take it away from us like this. And it's going to be very costly in many ways. And I think you have to say that you're going to re-examine it, and you can re-examine it, but, but re-examine it with people that want to find answers, not people that don't want to find answers.
1: That is uh, President Trump in a phone call, obviously unhinged, <laughs> and uh, well, he doesn't sound he's like he's frothing at the mouth there. <laughs> oh yeah, he does. He's, trying yeah he does. <laughs>
2: he's trying to make his case. He's uh, trying to make his case, and he has every right to do that. But, uh, you know, he's
1: wrong. Right. But he came up with he's using all the uh, false premises that he had used all along. to say that the election was flawed, including that more votes were counted in Pennsylvania than uh, not. All right, we do have some texts uh, that have come in, and uh, Joe, we'll put you back to work. All
2: right, one of our texters says, Are you telling us that the Pennsylvania legislators that ran the numbers and released their findings recently that showed there were over 175,000 more votes cast than voters that voted, those numbers came from county records. If those numbers are correct, according to the government agency numbers, what are we going to believe? So, are they correct? Well, yeah, they—they're
1: probably correct if you're using old registration data. That—that that has no, been. He's saying that the legislators disc- looked at this. Don't right. you think the they were taking that House into consideration. Members, yeah, the GOP in the House came out with some fake data that. Oh, looked, so they faked—they faked it. Yes, 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 in a partisan fashion. Not on, probably not on. So, you think they deliberately set House. out
2: to cheat again?
1: Well, I don't, that's I don't what know. you're saying. You're saying okay. that they, well, that if they you, came if out and cheated. you say that that's cheating, then they're cheaters. They're the same. Or the, I'm sorry. I'm not saying it. A, you're saying it. You're calling them names, a not A lesser me. number of individuals voted than who were registered in Pennsylvania. We know that to it's be true. It's either proof.
2: I mean, don't you think it's that evidence. it should be definitively <laughs> examined? That if that it is the case... not oh, need to be. No, okay. well, it doesn't need to be, okay. what doesn't need to be. Well, how do you know they old used numbers? old numbers? How does Mark Lawrence know Because it Lawrence was discounted
1: by people like Penn Live and the Tribune and Wall Street Journal. No, Wall Street <laughs> Journal, that's a conservative new pa- news CBS CBS, you're home for original
2: reporting.
5: <laughs> All,
1: right. <laughs> 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 All right, that's fine. Go ahead and deflect if you so desire. But, uh, yeah, the no, Pennsylvania election that if the, didn't the, have more voters than registered. I'm assuming these are
2: respected state legislators. They were elected by their people. And if they say this is what happened, I think it should at least be looked into. Right, it was. All right, okay. another text, and then we're going to the phones. All right, another text. Uh, let's see. Good morning. The Trump train derailed long ago. He's a lawless, lawless liar and stupid racist President Biden. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. There should be a period there. Biden won. Suck it up, Losers. Right, there's, a, the bottom, there's a right. there's a there 's something definitely <laughs> designed to unite the country <laughs> right there uh, mark following the Constitution is not misbehaving it 's holding true to their path and when protesting oath, the oath, oath. i 'm sorry, you had the cursor know, in front of that. I know. Uh, true to their oath, when protesting the fraudulent election that happened in Philadelphia and Pittsburgh. All right, and right there, devil and went.
1: Devil's going down to Georgia. Good today. morning. Where is Trump going today? The devil went down to Georgia. <laughs> okay, isn't that funny? <laughs> I was saying that facetiously, and that's exactly what the texter was saying.
2: Charlie Daniels will not be there.
1: All right, we got the lone li- lights lit up. All four of them. One eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. We're talking about. Uh, uh, the telephone call by the president, one 800 Mike, what's your view on that phone call?
8: Well, I have a different view than most people. There's an old saying that goes, the trend is your friend, or if you're on a good horse, you stay on it to it don't run anymore. And I was watching a show over the weekend. Uh, it's called Full Measure by Cheryl Atkinson. And she just wrote a book called Slanted. And in one of the chapters, she covers all of the things that came out during the uh, Trump administration where uh, media reports that turned out to be absolute falsehoods that were basically put out there and the people believed them. That was the narrative. And I think what we have is the Democrat Party now has a history of colluding with the mainstream media to put a narrative out there to control the public opinion on On what the the situation is and and often it's not true and I think that again with this phone call I think that it was presented and and uh, put out to the people that Trump is asking people to cheat okay and from what I heard, and I didn't listen to the whole phone call, I have to tell you that, and again, if I do listen to the whole whole phone call, I don't know if it was edited or not but the the bottom line is the the narrative. Is being made that Trump is asking the people of Georgia to cheat. You know the 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 politicians, so that the Democrats can win these two seats. This is just another orchestrated thing in a long line of things that the Democrats have done over the last you know basically four and a half years now. Basically, and I think it's designed to control public opinion. It's collusion between the Democrat Party and the mainstream media for the manipulation of voters. And that's how I feel about it. And, and you know, people. I, I've seen things on Facebook where people call people like me uh, idiots. We, we're uh, no logic. We're stupid, mind-numb uh, uh, robots. We have. Uh, we're part of a cult and all that thing. And and again, that is just another thing to diminish uh, the average person. I don't think I'm the average person because you can call me all those names why you want. That's not going <laughs> to change my opinion of who I am at all. But a lot of people are susceptible to that type of uh, you know verbal abuse and uh, and I think it's just the way that the democrats they have a they have a, a plan they're uh, on a horse they're riding this horse of uh, manipulation of the narrative and the manipulation of voters, and it's working for him, and they're going to ride it right through this next election. And that's what I think that phone call was all about, and that's how I see it. And that's my story, and I'm sticking to it.
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't, think, right. But I don't think he encouraged the people in Georgia to cheat. I think the president laid out all the things that he's heard, that he knows to be factual, and those that are legal issues, and those that were, you know, people presented him and said, hey, look, we definitely saw uh, the time stamps on this video of the uh, election hall where the, uh, the sprinkler system went off and the water main broke, um, that the, the time frame isn't right. So he saw that edited and that was presented to him. He definitely heard the rumors uh, uh, you know, about uh, ballots being uh, secreted and then emergency ballots used. So I, I think he just presented everything he had. But I, he never actually said... I need you to cheat or fudge the numbers," he said. "Look, I have all this. Um, what, what I you,
2: think he was well lawyered. I think he walked right up to the line, but he didn't cross
1: it. Well, yeah, that could be well said. So, and I, I just think he, but I don't think he really asked them to cheat. I think he got very close to the line, and since he was standing on the line, we could see in plain sight that he wanted him to step over the line on his own without being encouraged. It to would do have been
2: so. an instant replay if it were an NFL event. Right. They would have wanted to now see I if his with foot you, came 100% down.
1: More.
8: Oh good. But okay, if, good. Thank if you, you if you look at the the things on the, on the news, the the, the way the the headlines are worded, uh, Trump tells them to come up with votes. Right. Well, listen, when 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 I hear somebody say, "Hey, you have got to come up with the votes," you got to come up with votes that aren't there now. You got to make them up or whatever. That, right. So it's it's implied. It's implied that, that he's asking them to do something illegal, right. and that's. <laughs> And, and, and the last thing I'm going to say is, it does, out in San Francisco now, they're, they're trying to get Abraham Lincoln's name off of the schools, okay? They say, well, okay, you know, he did fight a war to keep the Union, but he didn't do enough to help the slaves after the, after the war. So they, they want his name he was off, okay? dead after okay? the war. And, was... and people have a concern and and that's when whenever i hear the democrats well we have this concern and concerns are good they have concerns about everything and they use those concerns to to get votes to get people and this is just one concern, this vote, uh, you know, let's face it, up in Luzerne County, we've, we know that people threw away Trump ballots, okay? That's not the only place that happened in this country, and, and, and we know that, that, that things happened in this election because of well, yeah, the, the, the circumstances, and so people have concerns, so why not do everything we can do to make sure that the vote is valid, because if half the people don't believe this was a fair election, when we go into the Biden administration, we're just going to have the same old crap that we had for the last four years.
2: But here Here's the point that I would make, Mike you know people believe a lot of different things some people believe we didn't actually land on the moon that it was a hollywood stage okay. and it was it was set up that way other people believe you know amelia earhart was spying for the for the chinese or for the japanese or spying against the japanese people believe a lot of things that aren't so you know so, so where do you draw the line in what you investigate and what you don't i think there's got to be some pretty good evidence that you you can look at and touch and feel and then then if you see that that's there then you you go into an investigation and i don't I, think the, I, I don't I, think they've demonstrated that yet honestly i don't
8: the, the, oh i i are you saying you don't think there's enough uh Issues out there to to look at this.
2: I'm saying that sure? I, I don't think since they couldn't get in the courts. I say what I said earlier. I think they should present it, get all the evidence that they've got out there, state by state. Have a giant press conference, show it all to the American people. You know they get enough coverage that that they if they really had the proof, the media would have to cover it.
8: Okay, no, I no, I, I agree with you on that, but I I I don't know what to say other than the fact that okay. the matter. Where we're at right now, it's not going to change the minds of half the people right now. I just don't believe no, it. you're right. I All agree right, with you completely no
1: on, on that. Thanks, Mike. Yeah, thank you so okay, much. Okay,
2: take
8: care
1: now. You too. one 800 uh, 2 open lines. Two are occupied. And uh, Tom is uh, next up. Oh, hits. you called in to
2: apologize for saying the president wouldn't return to the White House, huh, Tom?
9: No, I, I think <laughs> what happened there was he was going to stay down there, and then... He found out that people said he was going to stay down there. I think he... And then he said, well, <laughs> oh, I'm going to... Yes, because he cares so deeply, deeply about, about what people up, think of him.
1: <laughs> I think he doesn't care about what people think of him. I think he knew he could re- do the coup better up here than down there.
9: Well, anyway. Uh, Mike, Mike didn't happen to be a writer for uh, Twilight, the Twilight Zone and out uh, <laughs> Alfred Hitchcock Presents, did he? Was he?
2: Uh, <laughs> those are awfully old programs. You got anything newer? No, but some say that you write for well, Mad I, Magazine. I, I don't so. know if,
9: any, if there's anything newer or not. But those are the kind of you know. When I listen to him, I you know I think of the Twilight Zone and I think of, you know, Albert Hitchcock presents. <laughs> and I agree with his. Uh, I agree with his uh, anal- analysis of himself.
1: Okay.
2: okay. Well, what? Why do you
9: and, dispute what he had to say, Mike? <laughs> if Mike has a gun shop. Or Stan has a gun shop, doesn't he? Uh,
1: not precisely. That's not exactly the right word for it, no. He
9: has a federal well, anyway, firearms he, he better stay away from the guns, be, and he better put lots of Hoppy's number nine on it. If you know what Hoppy's number nine is, of course, it's gun oil. Gun oil.
1: Joe doesn't know what is it he is. Because his think.
9: crying's going to rust all the guns.
1: <laughs> okay, there we go. I mean, Thank I you. have, I knew I have
9: tears coming out of my radio, <laughs> my speakers, and my radios listening to this show. Right. All uh, right, and, and, and finally, and, and, you know, you guys are having trouble. Uh, describing this guy, so I'll, I'll describe Trump for you. The guy's been a con man his whole life. He operates, him and his family operate like the mafia, although I don't know if they killed anybody yet, but they operate as, as the mafia. This was another, you know, he had another perfect phone call before this one. Only this perfect phone call was caught on tape or recorded digitally, whatever you want to say.
5: Mm-hmm. It
9: wasn't it wasn't somebody's word against the other word as far as what was on this tape. It's pretty clear what is on this tape. So he can't lie his way out of the lot of this one. And I don't I can't I just can't believe Joe finds these all these different ways to stick up for him. He condemns him but then he sticks <laughs> up for him and then he condemns him And then he sticks up for him. I mean, I'm not going to do that. If the guy is a crook, been a crook his whole life. (laughs) He's a crook. And he got caught just like a guy that... Was selling drugs to a drug informant.
2: And that'd be like me he saying got that Joe Biden's got caught. That'd be like me saying Joe Biden's just a, a drooling old man who doesn't have, uh, can't put two thoughts together, won't take any tough questions. You know, you believe what you believe, but I think that there are things that Trump has done that are good and things that he's done that are bad. And I defend what I think he's done that's good, well, and I condemn what he says that. is bad. We're talking
9: about him being a crook. Oh, I don't know that he is a. That's crook. That's what we're talking about. We're not talking about what he did that was good and what he did was bad.
2: Was Joe Biden a crook? We're talking about th-
9: this guy is being a crook.
2: Is Joe and Biden is a crook? crook? Is Joe Biden That's a crook? What are talking about? All right, is Joe Biden a crook? He t- is apparently no, there's not. There's no, tes- he's not. There's sworn testimony that he took money from the Chinese. That he was part of the. He was the big guy. Well, where's
9: the proof? Well, where's the proof?
2: Where's the proof that Trump has? He hasn't been convicted of anything.
9: <laughs> he's going to be waiting. Well, he's wait. Joe Biden's going to now, be he's too. To, well, he's, he's putting up be. this whole thing <laughs> because he is scared to death of Cyrus Vance, who's at waiting for him when he gets out of when he when he's no longer hiding behind the presidency. And he's and he's, and he's hiding from this new uh, New York Attorney General. It's a woman. I don't know what her name is. And they're waiting on this guy. And there's a lot of there's women waiting on this guy to sue him. This, this guy is scared to death, and he is very desperate, and he is doing desperate, desperate things. Now you can twist it around, everyone, make him look good. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's such a good guy, but he's not. He's a crook. He's just like the mafia. He's just like a mafia man, and that's the way his his uh, family operates.
2: El Capo de tutti capi, eh?
10: <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right, Tom. We'll give you the last word. Go right ahead.
9: No, oh, that's it. That's it. I said my piece. All right, thank you. Okay, Tom, Tom take yep. care.
2: Yeah, Always for, fun to hear from yep. you. Thanks take for care. for checking in. Yep.
1: Cyrus Vance is the uh, Junior. Cyrus Vance Jr. is the New York County Prosecutor, and uh, the son of the great Cyrus, Cyrus Vance. Vance. All right, one eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. Bob, stand by. Uh, emailers, email us up on the market at kkk dot com, and text us at seven zero two three six.
6: it's an extraordinary call that borders
1: on the criminal you can certainly make a case that trump was pressuring the secretary of state in georgia uh, to um, create votes or eliminate uh, current legal votes in order to uh, produce the electoral votes of georgia for donald j trump
6: all right
2: so it borders
1: but not crosses
2: well, yeah, but they're making it sound like he w- ran way over it. This well, morning on Morning Joe, they were practically frothing in the mouth.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, and I think I they should have given him a distemper shot. Well, the, and the AP headline is the same thing. So, you know, President encourages uh, fraudulent voting. Well, I, you know, they're it'd be interesting to, to say if fraudulent counting.
2: If the guy say, Mr. President, do you want me to f- you want me to do something illegal here? Oh. I would I would have said that to him. Are you asking me to do something illegal here?
1: To, just to clarify. Just to clarify what it true. is you're saying. Well, maybe his, maybe his lawyer asked him not to.
2: But then instead he releases the phone call, which is unconscionable to me to take a phone call from a president
1: and then release it. I'm sure the president knew it was recorded. I wonder about that. He hasn't,
2: he hasn't commented, Mark. So.
1: We probably told him it's being recorded, as all telephone calls are routinely recorded here. You know, so just as a matter of fact, not specifically, he's going to send it to the Washington Post as <laughs> soon as they hang up. <laughs> all, right. All, right. <laughs> all right, open phones. Twenty twenty one is our year. Uh, Bob, first caller of the year. You only get to call once or twice this year, so go right ahead.
11: Uh, good morning, everyone. <laughs> uh, one thing with the voting process. Uh, uh, like me being a member of like an IRA group and uh, every so often you get mail uh, for these board meetings that are coming up so you can have a voting proxy and then then I send them in because I'm not going to go to this meeting uh, out in California or something but then those directors vote you know how I wanted to vote for the directors or for the uh, um you know the budget or everything so you know when you look at that big picture you see the our our elected representatives probably getting requests from the voters to uh check in to see how their vote counted, or if their vote counted, and I think that's something that should be considered.
1: Well, and I think uh, you, we don't actually know that Fred Keller is going to vote against what the electors in Pennsylvania. He only said that there's uh, you know, errors and issues to look at, so the, the statement that he had doesn't say when it comes to Wednesday I'm going to join all these other GOP uh, House members and I'm going to vote no, so that's the first thing. But the second thing is, they do so because they have the right to object, and so they're going to exercise that right with the full knowledge that it won't do anything, it won't affect the outcome of the election, and it won't affect the outcome of the inauguration, and so they have that reassurance, and they want to, you know, President Trump wants to make sure that he still has a cadre of close follower allies that will uh, do anything, you know, that will stick close to him no matter what, and you know, Dan Musier and Fred Keller are now firmly in that camp, and four years so now all of that will mean something. I don't know who's going to run in four years. We know Fred Cruz, Ted Cruz is. But, you know, all these other individuals, including any one of the Trumps, it was supposed to be Don Jr., but that was before President Trump, so it might be President Trump himself. But in any event, they know they can count on Congressman Keller and Congressman Muser because they are continuing to express their support for the president's view.
11: Yes, and, you know, as far as... uh, You know, the voters in that, I guess, they're trying to uh, serve the best way they can.
1: Amen. All right. Thank you so much, Bobby. Appreciate the call. We invite hey, you to you. we invite you to do what I just did during the break, and that's go to com to make sure that the Ford F-150 that I'm interested in is still there. It's that blue one with the six-and-a-half-foot uh, bed. You haven't and changed the from drive. the course
2: of a new year. I thought you would go buy the truck for New Year's get Day over and with. get it over with so you could talk about how wonderful your
1: new vehicle is. All right. Well, I'm going to talk about the one that while I was down there, or while I was on the site, I ordered... The Lincoln Navigator pickup truck for Joe McGrinahan. Are you paying
2: for it? Yes. All right.
1: Yeah, no, this will be covered by the radio station. So <laughs> you have to talk about it then on the air. Oh, to happy to do it.
2: that. Oh, I would talk about it morning, noon, and night.
1: <laughs> so, uh, yeah, this is a Lincoln Navigator. It's got the V8 engine and the towing package already on board. Of course, it's a pickup truck. Has a 220 electrical outlet. You know, everybody's got 110 in the bed of the truck now, and this one has 220. So, <laughs> so I could plug my washer and dryer into you it. You <laughs> can, or a big air conditioner. It's actually designed so you could run a welder or something like that in the back or a, a great big saw of some kind. But nonetheless, uh, Joe's going to run a, a washer and dryer in the back. Do you do laundry at your house? Oh, yes. Okay. Well, then now you know now you know you could go out into the garage and, and do the wash inside the truck. Now, but uh, that's what we're going to do. I got my Ford F-150 hybrid with a six-foot bed and the double cab, uh, the crew cab it's called, all set to go. Joe's Lincoln Navigator. The seat's six comfortably, even though it's a pickup truck, but uh, it's so nice, it's three It may not fit in my garage. Uh, No, it's no taller or wider than a regular vehicle. Longer. Well, it is a little bit longer, yes. It is 18 inches longer than the average Navigator, but nonetheless, uh, even if your garage door doesn't close, you can just make the back end (laughs) stick out a little bit. It'll get wet, but don't worry about that. Okay. But that is just two perfect examples of what can happen to the Sunbury Motor Company. Bottom line, uh, we purchase these vehicles online and uh, it's 100% contact free and uh, we can take good care of you in that way. Uh, Tom, you are on the mark. Thanks for calling in. Good
4: morning, gentlemen, and Happy New Year to you all and your family.
1: And you too. Uh,
4: thank you. Uh, I just believe uh, a couple of things. One, if I were in a battle, and uh, the the the, uh, w- the odds are overwhelming against me. Uh, I'm in that foxhole, and then the surrender means you're doomed. Uh, I I would certainly not want Biden, Pelosi, or Schumer in that foxhole. I would want Trump. Uh, he has a right, and then will fight till the end. And that's it. That's gonna that's his legacy, and that's what it always will be. Uh, and I dare to say, I think uh, Biden, Pelosi, or Schumer would say they want Trump in there with them all. Uh, <laughs> and, and
11: lastly, uh, you know,
4: some of the comments from some of your people, I, I, I just keep thinking there's no fool like an old fool.
9: Uh, <laughs> all right, we got you. So, uh, I think I'll, I know I'll where I'll you're going with it. that little
8: wisdom of Biden, But have a have a great day, <laughs> no, and thank we'll you like for all the all. audience.
9: All, <laughs> all right, hey, call back anytime,
1: so Tom. Thank you so much. <laughs> I appreciate that. All right. I have to mention that to my father on his 99th birthday coming up. <laughs> Uh, d- and uh, speaking of old fools,
2: only <laughs> oh, okay, Dan.
10: <laughs> <laughs>
2: Couldn't resist that, I, then. I'm way, sorry.
10: <laughs> that's the way I was going to introduce myself, <laughs> the old fool. Uh, but, <laughs> okay, I do not understand. I really listened to the whole, well, it was in segments, but the whole tape uh, with the president and uh, the guy from Georgia. And if you didn't see him begging for the guy to bring up 11,780 votes, you missed the whole tape. He said it's okay to recalculate. That's what, I, that's what a GPS does, <laughs> not a counter of ballot.
1: Well, that's that's a good example because a GPS, you make a mistake and then you recalculate. So he's saying uh, that the people in Georgia that were in charge of counting the election, uh, or Democrats being uh, facie- or not facetious, what underhanded uh, did something wrong and that has to be recalculated. But he's not he's not telling them to be criminally uh, recalculating.
10: Well, it's criminally re- to recalculate if there's. It's been checked three times, and every time it turned out not to have any fraud. You realize that I I believe that it's probably uh, a chargeable offense to declare fraud against people. And then when you know that there wasn't fraud against uh, the people, Uh, in other words, Trump calling this... uh, uh, the Georgia West, uh, elections a fraud but he won't do it in court because that's where they put you in jail when you lie uh, so I'm I'm just thinking that... Well, your your
2: opinions aren't necessarily lies or truth. They're just opinions. In his opinion, you know, they made some mistakes in Georgia. You know, if he goes on record um, accusing a specific person of a specific crime and he's wrong, then he can be sued, and then they can take action against him. But just to say, I believe there was fraud here, and, you know, that's no big deal.
10: For the president of the United States that you adore... Your big leader, to do something like that is a little juvenile, isn't it? Well, yeah, but
2: that's not illegal. Have you been listening to the program? I said, I think that the president did the wrong thing here. I think he walked right up to the line. I don't think he crossed it. And if I were the guy in Georgia, I would have said to him, Mr. President, are you asking me to do something illegal?
10: I remember that uh, Trump one time said he could walk down, I guess, Times Square (laughs) and shoot somebody, and he would get away with it. Actually, how many people would he have to shoot, Joe, before you decide maybe he should stop? He hasn't
2: shot anybody, Than. He was speaking...
10: Well, you just (laughs) talked about walking up to the line when anybody who heard it could tell he went way over the line in a courtroom there would be no doubt that he went over the line no even the and, guy from
2: CBS the reporter that we had on said that you know it's possible it could be you know they used wiggle words they want to borders. make it sound it borders he's on
10: he's reporter Joe he's a reporter not a commentator Commentators make up things.
2: He's a political analyst. Then he's a political analyst, and he said it borders. He didn't say it was over the line. He said it borders, and I agree with that. It borders.
10: Okay, I I I say it was well over the line. (laughs) This is not the first phone call that showed the depth of hoodlism. Hooliganism.
2: Hooliganism.
10: Oh, I like that one. That's a whole different word. This guy will go to and, unfortunately, you will excuse. Now,
2: it, and the, the, I didn't excuse anything, fan. I You know, felt, you keep attributing things to me that I haven't said and don't say on this program.
10: Well, you, I, you support the guy. I, I, I support I him when you. I think
2: he's right. I said earlier in the program there are things I think he's done that are very good and things that I think he's done that are very bad. The difference between you and me is I call out the good things and the bad things.
10: Well, uh, yeah, I, I, if I found good things, I'd probably call them out. And yes, you could find a couple of things. Most of the good things he has done, he has told you he has done. He told you you got a nice tax break when he gave tax breaks to corporations. And you believed it, and you said, oh, that's very nice of him. I didn't like the fact that my cap taxes did not change. Corporations went down. That's not what I like. Therefore, I disagree. That was a good thing.
2: Right. But that's because you're retired. But you are getting a raise in Social Security this year. <laughs> yeah, the,
10: the dollar a month. I'm going to think about
1: when I'm going to spend it. All spend right. it wisely, <laughs> then <laughs> Thank you so much, then hey,
10: Thank you. But you know, get off this guy's tote coat tail and call Fred Keller for what he is a traitor against the United States.
2: Fred Keller's a traitor against right, the United States? Have to leave any, it at of that.
10: These, any of these guys who are trying to take my vote away, and Joe, I, I value my vote, so when somebody tells me they're going to try to take it away, I become angry.
1: All right. Thank Fair you enough. so much, Dan. Really appreciate the call. Happy New Year. All right. 1-800-795-95. Oh, scratch that. Uh, we got time for one more caller. We will be right back.
6: When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC Way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle is worth.
1: Al, you're on the mark. Go ahead. you got a minute.
8: It's illegally recorded phone message, which is inadmissible in court.
2: No, it's not, Al. In Georgia, I just looked this up. It's against the There's law up. to secretly record a conversation unless you are one of the parties to the conversation. Under those circumstances, you can record it.
4: Well, what, wasn't he a party
2: in the country? He recorded it. The, uh, the Secretary of State of Georgia recorded it. He's the one who released it to the news media.
4: I guess it's not
1: illegal in that state, then. No, All right, that isn't. They probably told President Trump he was recording in any way. Well, it anyway. Well, right. thank he you so much, Al. He wouldn't, he wouldn't have had to. He wouldn't have had to. He could have just recorded it on his own. Oh, I got you. Okay, sounds great. All right, this is Double DK OK Sunbury, ten o'clock, Dan Patrick Show.